0: Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include jumbo rates, an interview with Peter McGillis, SVP of Operations at Universal Component Lender Services, or UCLS, on how the company offers lenders more control over their servicing, and what to look forward to on the economic calendar this week. Well, brokers have taken note of UWM suing America's money line for sending loans to Rocket and Fairway, remember UWM's plainly stated policy last March, this week my dad heads to Florida, which retirees humorously refer to as God's waiting room. The state has its share of expected hot markets for 2022, per Zillow, as does the rest of the Sun Belt. Apparently, people in the northern cities are weary of the yearly weather cycle and, as usual, expect to establish residences to the south. Throughout our lives, we go through many cycles. And who says we're not in a cyclical business? Remember in the not-too-distant past when lenders were pricing rates to shut off the volume spigot due to the low rates? Last week, U.S. Treasury prices fell, with the 10-year yield briefly topping 1.93%, jumping from about 1.5% at the start of the year. And the two-year Treasury is up 58 basis points since January 1st, as the Federal Reserve has signaled a more aggressive fight against inflation. Even home ownership goes through cycles, although that is pretty steady now. The U.S. Census Bureau says the nation's home ownership rate was essentially unchanged through 2021, hovering around 65.5%. And rates are still good for jumbo loans, given some pricing attributes compared to conforming conventional products. Last week, the MBA informed us that the average contract interest rate for 30-year fixed-rate mortgages with jumbo loan balances are greater than $647,200 increased to 3.59% from 3.56%. Thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, MCT, and its hedge advisory division. Whether you are making the move to mandatory executions, seeking improvements to your mortgage pipeline management process, or considering a change in your hedge advisor, MCT's hedge advisory blends technology and service to achieve your goals. As the industry leader in pull-through analytics, and best execution with the highest staff-to-client ratio, lenders of every size trust MCT to manage risk and optimize profitability in their mortgage pipeline. Have you ever gotten a complaint from one of your loan officers or even borrowers about your subservicer? My next guest is for all those MSR holders not feeling the love from the current subservicer. Maybe you're already planning to or just toying with the idea of taking servicing in-house. Well, you've got some new help. With me is Peter McGillis, SVP of Operations at UCLS, short for Universal Component Lender Services. Hey, Pete. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Tell me about UCLS. You know, Why should someone be listening?
1: Hey, Robbie. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. It's a real pleasure to be here and, and to meet you. Allow me to tell you a little bit about Universal Component Lender Services, or UCLS, as we like to call ourselves. We are a brand new component servicer. And for those of you who are not familiar with the term component servicing, just means that we offer uh, all the cart services versus the typical subservicing model where it's more all or nothing. So we uh, have been developed to focus on primarily default servicing work, for instance, call center work, uh, whatever it is that you need help with. Uh, and so we also. Additionally, offer advisory services, and this is in case there's people out there exploring the possibility of bringing their servicing portfolio in-house. So you may right now be with a subservicer thinking, you know, there's there's an opportunity for us to do this better. Well, we here at Universal Component Lender Services have heard this before, and so we decided, well, how do we go about providing the functionality for this to occur? So. We've gone and recruited leadership uh, with experience in this uh, in this particular field. So we have senior leaders who have actually done all this before. And when I say done all of this, they've brought servicing, they've developed and built servicing platforms from scratch, and they've also brought servicing from other servicers in house.
0: So back to this à la carte offering. This means servicers can pick and choose only the services they want assistance with as as much or as little as needed? Is it kind of like ordering in line at Chipotle or Subway?
1: (laughs) Ravi, that's that's a great example. So let's say, for example, your servicing team is uh, small and you're really good at handling customer services with your borrowers, but maybe they don't have the experience handling delinquent loans. Well, why not own that borrower relationship and let your people do what they do best, right? They're there to make sure that your borrowers are happy and they can do the customer service. Well, let us do the messy stuff. So, when it comes to the default or delinquent work, you can then, as soon as those loans roll delinquent, you can then allow us to uh, assist you, whether it be the collections work or if those borrowers happen to go even more delinquent, we can do loss mitigation. We can do foreclosure, REO work, claims work, whatever it may be that you need help with, that's what we're here for, hence the a la carte. So you're not forced to say, UCLS, do everything. You can do as much as you want or as little as you want, and we're there to help with the rest. There's a lot of cost considerations in this model too. And then you think with default management, it can be costly. Um, There's not only employee expenses, but there's, these loans are just overall more expensive to work on a loan by loan basis. So why not invest? And again, the, the, part, the pieces that you want to work in and that you feel as though your team can thrive on and allow us to do the, I'll use the term dirty again, but the dirty work. Um, you keep your reputation intact because we're going to handle these loans and your borrowers with care, compassion, and compliance. But we're also going to be making sure that we uh, handle them within investor guidelines and and do everything appropriate and necessary to get these loans performing again. All the while, your team can focus on keeping the borrowers that are paying happy and coming back for more loan needs whenever it comes time for them to apply again for refinance or a new home purchase.
0: Well, that's great. UCLS is on top of the difficult and expensive tasks. And I can certainly see why your partners would want some help with default. What are the other services you offer?
1: I think one of the big things that we like to offer or that we like to tell our clients about is is the call center services we provide. So uh, let's say you're boarding a new portfolio of loans. Well, oftentimes you want to make sure that each of those borrowers is being contacted so, that they know where to make their payments. They understand what these letters they're getting in the mail may be when it comes to hello and goodbye letters. Or they may need help navigating a new website or setting up their payments. We can help with all that. Again, we like to customize our services. So, we would work with the master servicer on scripting so that it fits their needs and their messaging. And everything we do is focused on the client and the borrower. So, we wanna make sure that our clients are happy with the services that their borrowers are receiving and vice versa, make sure that those borrowers are happy with whatever services we're uh, reaching out to them for so that they come back to the master servicer with positive reviews and uh, certainly with additional business when it comes time to refinance or, or purchase a new home.
0: What's involved in switching over and working with you guys?
1: So what's really neat, Robbie, is that our technology uh, also enables us to nimbly access loan information. So there's no longer this long pre-boarding setup process. Uh, Our internal framework and technology uses APIs to connect to existing servicing systems and transfer data without having to, let's say, move loans on and off partner systems of record. Uh, This allows for a more painless and seamless setup. And it also allows for easy transfer of loan information on and off of your servicing platform. Uh, So there's this little interruption and time investment involved with getting us the information so we can then do the services that you need us to do. And when those loans are again performing, we can, or the status of those loans change, we can then get that information back to you and your system of record. It's very, unique. Um, We're invested heavily in our technology, and we really believe we have something
0: special. Sounds like it. You've touched on how you can help current in-house servicers. Let's talk about those MSR holders currently using a subservicer or just getting their servicer approval from their investors. Why would someone want to bring servicing in-house?
1: Well, it really comes down to having more control over their portfolio and the borrower experience. These are their borrowers. With a subservicer, uh, the MSR holders are often required to give up full control of how their loans are managed and, and how their borrowers are treated. If a subservicer is only required to do the bare minimum, then what are the chances they're gonna just do that bare minimum, right? So is that gonna be good enough for your borrowers? You know, These are the borrowers, the same borrowers that your loan officers have worked so diligently and hard to attract and to do business with and build relationships with. And so do you really want to risk that or do you want to be able to maintain that relationship and have that that contact and that intimacy with your borrower throughout the, the length of the the servicing relationship or you know the alternative is to just hand over that full control to a subservicer.
0: servicer you mentioned relationship why would someone be looking for more control of their portfolio
1: well customer retention you know that, that's something we hear about again and again and you know, this is coming directly from the lenders that, that we talk to on a regular basis. If the servicer isn't treating your borrowers right, uh, you know, the first person they're going to contact is their loan officers. And as a, as a leader of a, a company, do you want your loan officers coming to you every day talking about the fact that their borrowers are unhappy with the service they're, they're receiving from your servicer? Uh, the borrower relationship is a long-term one. You know, it's not just the 60 days that it takes to close a loan and we hear too often that borrowers have nothing but praise for their originator but then down the road whether the you know the servicing is done in a private or white label arrangement under your brand or it's done under somebody else's name that, that that's often where the relationship deteriorates and you get complaints complaints against servicers are going to be much more abundant than they are against originators so you need to protect your brand and we help you do that by allowing you to keep that control over the relationship uh, and then we just again go back to doing the messy stuff
0: spending a lot of my time speaking with lenders I know how competitive it can be to track new leads
1: yeah yeah certainly you know it's it's I think everybody's aware that uh, interest rates are on the rise um, so it's becoming tougher and tougher to attract new business uh, we're not right now in that easy refi environment that we were for many years. So uh, repeat business will be more important than ever and lead execution will be more expensive. Um, so, you know, why not keep those relationships that you already have with your borrowers so that when they have new loan needs, they come back to you.
0: You make a good argument for potentially bringing servicing in-house, but how can you help master servicers actually looking to make this change?
1: UCLS is led by a team of industry veterans with a uh, very unique experience, building out servicing platforms and taking servicing in-house. Uh, so the consultant, we also offer consulting services, um, which can help you evaluate you know, if there is a change needed. Do you want to look at, evaluate other subservices or do you want to potentially look at bring servicing in-house? Uh, having that control and doing it yourself, whether it be for, for financial reasons or the relationship piece. Um, We can help you evaluate whether you're fully committed to making the change. We understand everything that it takes to actually take servicing in-house because we've done it before. And then we realize the financial piece too, right? So we provide guidance on everything from resource mapping, building out custom action plans. Uh, We can provide advice on required post-transfer QC, and setting up ongoing benchmarks we're also committed to the success of your servicing whichever route you choose so we don't just you know abandon you or leave you high and dry as soon as any move occurs we're there for as long as you need us we're not going any place and you know we love to help our clients wherever and wherever they need us i think what is nice is that our component solutions we can help new servicers with operational overhead get up and running. So if they were to make a change, we're here to provide the services that you know may take longer to adjust to or adapt to. And I keep using the example of delinquency or default work, but processes can be pre-built to an organization's particular needs, uh, so that you know as soon as you're ready to then maybe take on more load down the road, uh, we can provide a smooth transition. And that's again supported by our experience, but also our technology and our commitment to just keeping you as a master servicer and your borrowers happy because you know nobody wants unhappy borrowers.
0: Agreed. And it sounds like you guys are a potential good fit for a bunch of our listeners in the servicing space. How can someone contact UCLS?
1: The easiest way is probably to either email us at info at UCL-services.com or you can head to our website. Uh, our, on our website, there's a contact us page. If you just fill out the form, it will send shoot over an email to our team and we'll be sure to reach out to you right away. Um, we're also excited to uh, have a booth, number 402, at the MBA Servicing Solutions Conference coming up later in February in Orlando, Florida. So if you happen to be at the conference, you know, we, we would love to talk to you. So stop by or reach out. We can set up some time to talk while everybody's in sunny Florida.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Pete. This is great.
1: Robbie, certainly appreciate the time and, and keep up to good work.
0: Time to lock? A much better than expected payrolls report for January, if it continues, inevitably means more upward pressure on mortgage rates and rates in general over time. Friday's report showed the addition of 467,000 jobs, with November and December readings both revised higher as well and average hourly earnings increasing more than expected. Mortgage-backed securities lagged the move a touch, as is typical on big moves in the bond market, though closed the week wider versus treasuries. The report invited renewed speculation about faster and or larger rate hikes from the Fed, though there is some confusion on how the ADP report from Wednesday could show a nearly 200,000 decline over the same period, so potentially look for this payrolls report to be revised downward. The Fed's takeaway is that the economy is clearly on the path toward full employment. After the volatile sell-off in the bond market, the Fed's funds futures market is now pricing in a 37% implied likelihood of a 50 basis point rate hike in March, up from 14% at the end of Thursday. Additionally, the implied likelihood of a Fed funds rate between 1.5% and 1.75% after the December FOMC meeting increased to 51% from Thursday's 32%. This week's economic calendar highlights are CPI for January on Thursday and preliminary February consumer sentiment on Friday. Treasury will auction $110 billion in new 3- three- and 10-year notes and 30-year bonds over tomorrow through Thursday, and the Fed calendar is light so far, with just Cleveland's muster and Governor Bowman being the only speakers this week. The New York Fed desk continues to plug along for some reason and will purchase $3.5 billion per day on average over the course of the week. Originator supply has been around $4.4 billion, So someone is going to have to sop that up. Today's operations are focused on 30-year 2% and 2.5% for a maximum of $3.6 billion. With just the Employment Trends Index for January and December consumer credit on the economic calendar today, both due out later, Monday begins with current coupon agency MBS prices roughly unchanged from Friday, and the 10-year yielding 1.92 after closing last week at 1.93%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. With a week until Valentine's Day, I stumbled across the word nymphomaniac in a dictionary, and it defined the word as a female who's completely obsessed with sex. So, I wondered if there was an equivalent term for a male who's completely obsessed with sex. I did a little research and found out that there is. The word is man. Thanks again to MCT and its Hedge Advisory Division, pairing industry-leading experience with award-winning technology to assist you in locking, coverage, best execution, and reporting. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the Daily Mortgage News and Commentary to listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.